You are now tuning in to After 5 with D and Low the Light, conversations influenced by real life. Hey y'all, welcome to another episode of After 5. This is D. And this is Low the Light. What's good? <laughs> I can see your face. Good, everyone. I can see your face. Oh my goodness, I'm totally making a face. Oh, you know what? What's good? Like, you know what's so cool to me? I know it's so funny. I start off like at this point, I start off all episodes (laughs) with my thoughts. Okay. Anyways, so you know what I love? I love that that like homegirl. Like everybody's homegirl type of girl. Yeah, I love that too. Y'all ever met somebody like that? Like you just run into a girl and she just got homegirl vibes and like, shout out to the homegirls. That's it. That's all I wanted to get at. I like homegirl vibes. <laughs> so random, but I really. Because it's like your girl's girl and it's just like she just, yes. you know, she there to like, she's just your homegirl. Yeah. Yeah, I like that. Mm-hmm. Shout out to those girls. You definitely like it's rare, but they are so special when you run into them. Mm. Like it's always good vibes. Like you feel like you've been friends forever. She's just so cool. All the, oh, it's so great. I don't. Am I a home girl? Yeah, I was gonna say you got a bit of a home girl vibe to you. I'd say. You know, I like so to. Cute oh my god! I like to thank all the people that got me here to home girl vibes. <laughs> You're totally wrong. I. <laughs> oh my god! I have something so to cute. complain about real quick. <laughs> As I'm like, I am I home girl. I got something to complain about. Well, no, you know. Okay, <laughs> I feel like I always have like a, I'm gonna call this my segment, and then I just never consistent in the segment. <laughs> but I have by now. They know. <laughs> I have two segments that I'm starting, but probably not really starting. And here's one, what I need to complain about. I was getting canes because I just didn't feel like cooking for myself yesterday. Yesterday, I truly, y'all, okay, yesterday, y'all, I really had a moment. I was like, being single is super whack right now because I was like, I don't feel like cooking, but I don't feel like spending money. Like, I... I wish that the food in my kitchen that I had bought to cook with yesterday, I wish it was like Beauty and the Beast. And I wish they would have just cooked themselves. <laughs> like, I wish my pots and stuff would have just came alive and the, and the stove would have turned on and just <laughs> And so yesterday I was like, whatever. I went... And I was at Target trying to look for, like, swim tops and stuff. And by the time I got out of Target, which wasn't even that long, I was in there maybe for 10 minutes. Like, I really wasn't in there that long. But by the time I got out, I lost all, all my, like, I was like, I'm not doing this. Like, I have no motivation to cook at all. It'd be like that, though. And I drove down the street to Cane's. This, the whole point of this is that, why they out the window gonna hand me my food and a whole bunch of ketchup packets? And I'm wondering, like, why my hand wet? I look down, my hand covered in ketchup. And I'm looking out the window and I said, all of these ketchup packets is open. Something that you gave me is wet. The person at the window, and at first I thought it was, like, just the one. So I'm like, okay, I think this one's still, like, is open. So I hand it to him. I'm looking at my hand again. I'm like, no, see, I didn't wipe my hand and it's red again. So I'm like, so now it's this one. So I look at the other one, I'm like, okay, this one's fine. But every time I'm handing them the ketchup packets, he got a little attitude. Wow. Like, I can see it on his face, like, huh. And I wanted to be like, you know what? Like, it is not my fault that you were not paying attention when you decided to hand me the ketchup packets. And I'm not rude. Like, I'm like, hey, you know, there's ketchup on these. Here you go. And it's looking like... Like, you're not even saying, like, oh, you know what, my bad, or whatever. Like, you ain't even trying to correct it. you just like, okay, and then just taking it out of my hand. Ooh, ooh, his presence. Okay. Oh, my goodness, girl. So, Mm-mm. that's what I was irritated about. But I have something that I want to share with y'all. For the people that's like, 
Oh, I'm looking for dairy-free ice cream options because I've been doing this. Oh, my goodness. (laughs) (laughs) I've been on this. Let let me tell the people that, you know, we do discuss these episodes beforehand, (laughs) you know, before we press record. However, I I never know what she's going to pull out just on her own. (laughs) So, these, if you're new here, welcome to these segments. Uh, These (laughs) consist of her adulting. Um, I know. And, <laughs> because, oh, you know, if if, so she's giving out dairy free um, options. So tell us, because I actually need. Uh, okay, <laughs> so I have been on this dairy free ice cream journey for basically almost two years. It's, uh, well, yeah, it'll probably almost be two years because we're going swiftly through 2022. So. I have been trying to figure out dairy-free ice cream options for a while. And I've tried so many. Oat milk, cashew milk, um, almond, which was the worst. And then coconut milk. And then I think I think that's it until I find like something else out there on the market. So, yesterday, or not yesterday, this weekend I came across some ice cream sandwiches and they are made out of coconut milk now i'm not a big fan of coconut taste y'all but these ice cream sandwiches are actually pretty good like the i think the taste isn't as over like i can't eat coconut milk by itself or not milk sorry ice cream yeah i can't uh i can't eat the coconut um ice cream by itself like that's made from coconut milk I can't eat it by itself I tried and I was like it wasn't it wasn't nearly as bad as almond milk ice cream or made you know ice cream made from almond milk but the coconut milk ice cream was like fine it was like okay but these ice cream sandwiches I was like you know what I think the reason why it's actually decent is because the chocolate balances out the coconut taste if that makes sense like okay yeah it's like because you can still taste the ice cream obviously but it's a nice balance okay so y'all should try it i i think it's called like so delicious or so something oh yeah i've seen that yeah they yeah so definitely try that if you're looking for options because dairy to me is not super hard to cut out because like I only eat mac and cheese or something like that when somebody mama cook it so and it's not that it often gotta be, it gotta be somebody's mama cooking right I'm like it ain't like I just be at restaurants like yeah let me get the mac and cheese like I'm just I'm not that person <laughs> but and so and then I like milk I've completely stopped drinking dairy milk like a while ago like a, like some years ago but the one thing I cannot get rid of is ice cream like I yeah. just and I tried cheese and that that threw me off last year so I haven't so when I do cheese it's like I'm not gonna lie I low-key just get dairy cheese because the vegan cheese played me it played me yeah oh yeah I hear you on that so, I love my cheese yeah exactly yeah and I tried cooking with it once and I was like nope and then I was like well maybe it's the way I'm doing it and I tried ordering pizza with with absolutely no dairy and no gluten. And I was like, I just can't believe I played myself like that again. So until I find some dairy cheese that's worth investing my <laughs> money into. I don't know of any dairy-free cheese that's hidden, okay? Right. And the, and the price is cool, too, because, you know, oh, they, yeah. Like to, yeah, they like to up the price on these products. So let us know. That means you have to leave a comment. Ooh. And while you're at it, When we were setting up this podcast, they told us that five star ratings was the only one available. So if you out here and you trying to rate people, don't try, don't try us. That's all I got to say. We love y'all. But to get into today's, I have a segue because you know, that's what I do. So we were talking about mama's macaroni and cheese. Yes. And basically you either get that at home or, you know, in the household for dinner, whatever, or barbecues, or you went over somebody's aunt's house, your grandma's house. Uh, so 
we're talking black traditions yes today. we are yes we are and i am so excited about this because i i'm pretty sure a lot of us would say we really miss those days i do um yeah, I have, I don't know, I'm just like, we're going to get into it, but I, I'd i like to say I do miss those days. I do too. I think, I think, you know, the times when I always think about black traditions is always around like, um, like, you know, this time of year and like holidays and things like that, because it's like, I feel like black people, first of all, we're so creative and we're just, <laughs> we're like our little own little thing, but we just have our own like set of things you know and I think and it's so crazy seeing it on Instagram uh or just like social media in general and how there's always like we all live the same life because you swear as a kid like I'd be cracking up I'm like you know as a kid I thought our lives were just all so different you know and like and it's what's super funny to me too is like and it's not really a tradition but it just it makes me think like I remember being made up for certain things and then come to find out all of us were going through the same pain. So I'm like, so y'all are making fun of me for no reason. <laughs> I'm like, so we all had to be in the house by a certain time. We all was getting whoopings. Like we're okay. Okay. So all y'all talking about saying, I don't get whoopings, but all of us agreeing in the comments. Like, <laughs> I don't know. I think that's suspicious. Like, <laughs> Yeah, no, I think it's so cool when you run across on social media and, like, you know, it's a relatable meme or every someone's sharing their experience and, like, we truly all have that experience. Like, it is so incredible to see that. And I feel like it kind of, like, brings us a little closer. Yeah. Like that. It's so weird. It's so cool to see because it's, like, an actual feel to it. It's, like, a, it's, it's a... And I'm talking, like, back in the 90s and, you know, early 2000 days. We're basically 30, so we're talking about our experience with Black tradition. Yeah. And uh, just our thoughts and... Because you know, this might be it. Thing. Like, this might be... So, the I guess, right, like, so the point of this, right, is just, like, you know, this past Memorial Day, because y'all know it's cookout season. Oh, it's cookout season. Everybody, oh uncle and they daddy. Please. Oh, please. Right. I just. But see, all the plates is out there where you at. Ain't no plates over here for me. <laughs> That's right. Come on out to Katie, girl. I'm, I'm just going to have to pack me a bag for the summer and be like, you know what? I'm working out in Katie this summer. <laughs> so I can be near the cookout. <laughs> Yes, the cookouts. But like, like, I could. You know what's so crazy? Like, I'm sure if we were to have, it's like all of us black people were just like, (laughs) well, we can't say we're all cousins because some of us are together with a black person. That's weird. But still, it's like that cousin vibe, (laughs) and we all just sit around and share these experiences. Like, I bet if we mention cookout season, everybody can like smell it. They can taste Mm -hmm. it. They can like visualize it. So. What about the cookout season is it in our in our black culture, our black tradition? Because <laughs> <laughs> it's cookout season. It's here, y'all. It's, you know, the reason why I just, I love cookout vibes in general. And I think even as a kid, I loved it. Like, I loved coming around, whether it was my family, somebody's family, friend. Like, I love the vibes, like. I would love just like, you know, even if I would show up with my mom and we would go somewhere where I didn't necessarily know the kids, it would be like, go play with the kids. And then, you know, for some reason, it's like, y'all want to play tag? Like, with a bunch of random kids that you don't know, like, hey, my name is Quavion or whatever. (laughs) And it's like, here, I'm going to go get you, I'm going to get you a pop and then we can go play tag outside or whatever. It is like, oh my gosh. It's just like the vibes, like the vibes were so there and it's like you know it's kind of like it feels like you know as we're getting older it's like oh are we slowly getting away from that you know what I mean because I think yeah because (laughs) I think the other thing is I think there's so much that goes into this like there's like you know like I think a lot of times and I'm not saying that everybody's families were like you know on the same financial level or whatever but I think a lot of times 
in the past, it's like, you know, a lot of families just didn't have like a ton of money. So, you know, cookouts and stuff was the way of like adding fun to the summer and, you know, and yeah. having you around your friends or whatever. And I think nowadays with, you know, a lot of people our age or, you know, maybe a little older than us, sort of say, they're kind of like doing more of like the traveling thing, which is great. Like black people should definitely travel because there was a time in which we couldn't travel. But, you know, there's more traveling, right? So it's like you're, instead of, you know, having the cookouts and stuff, now you're spending Memorial Day probably in Turks and Caicos and stuff like that. (laughs) So, So, you know what I mean? So it's like, are we losing a little bit of that because we're choosing that route, you know? And even if we're not... Uh, you know, I actually know... Well, I'm not going to say I know. I, I really believe there's a strong reason why that tradition is fading away. Like, mm-hmm. sure, everybody wants to do different things because we now probably have a better opportunity than they did to right. like, go travel and do all that. But I really think it's that some of us... Um, what we saw maybe as we got a little bit older at the cookouts or maybe a little bit later down the line, like things happening between the family members. Mm. And cause that I heard, I hear that a lot too. Um, and that just so happens to be my reason in my family. Uh, everybody started to, um, you know, the aunts and uncles and stuff, they all started to get upset with each other and fight and nobody wants to do this. Oh, it yeah. It started to be about yeah. money. So I know a lot of it, or at least a, some part of it, uh, could be due to family dynamics and stuff. Right. Or, I agree yeah. with that, yeah, because there is always that, you know, we joke about it, but, we, you know, it's always that, like, okay, who uncle going to fight who this, yep. this summer or whatever? And... <laughs> yeah. I think it just, it just like, I think it naturally shifted, but the fact that we all miss it, and I'm, I'm sure we all really enjoyed ourselves um, in such a time like it was, but the, I think too, with the generation we're in, like, because we know a little bit more than them, it's mm-hmm. like we kind of want to break the rules a bit and do things our way anyway so yeah. like we're a really interesting crowd <laughs> because it's like we have one foot in and one foot out right exactly yeah i agree with that because we definitely have that connection to the you know like you were saying the 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 90s and the early 2000s because you know we're the next set that's starting to like you know have kids and you know people and all that stuff and so it's like mm-hmm. now it's going to be us to for us Sorry, it's going to be up to us to really, you know, lay down, like, new traditions like that. If that's something that we're even, you know, if that's something that we're even interested in and stuff. And I don't know, when I was, when I think about it, you know, and I think about, like, oh, you know, do I want to do things like that for my family and and stuff like that? I do, but one thing about me that I can honestly say, and it kind of tells into why I even was thinking about this topic in the first place was when I think about hosting people in my home, oh, no. there is a like and a very much dislike about it. Like I think about how fun it is to go to people's house and eat. And then the, the best part is when you leave. Cause it's right. like, Oh, I ate good. I played around. I chased people. And now I'm about to go to sleep in somebody, the back of somebody's car and go home. <laughs> so, <it's> like, <laughs> so listening, listening to inappropriate 90s songs. Right. Exactly. So I'm like, you know, I think about like right now, it's like, if I got to host or something, then I got to, you know, and then, and then the thing is our generation has made hosting such a thing now too. Like back yeah. in the day, it was like, you show up, somebody bring the red cup, somebody bring, you know, this and that or whatever. And then, you know, it is what it is. But like, now it's like, we got to get the, we got to get the yard lights and we got to do this. And then we got to, yeah. and it's like, Hey, like, <laughs> it's, yeah, like up. <laughs> it's like a true setup. And it's like, you make you think like, do I really want to do all of that? Like, am I really trying to be a host? Like, am I trying to do that? You know what's interesting? I I think maybe because we were the hosting house. Mm-hmm. So I always loved it. Mm. Absolutely loved it. And I watched my mom set it all up. I mean, I saw her also exhausted by the end of it, but she did it. Yeah, because you <laughs> know, know Wendy, Wendy going to put together something. 
So I always enjoyed hosting, and that's something that I feel like I will um, do and keep, you know, going. Mm-hmm. So, um, yeah, as soon as I, like, when I get my dream house and, like, yeah, wow, I really want, I want to build it to where, because I want my backyard, like, I would love a big backyard so that I could have different sections within it and so that I can host. Yeah. Like, I, I want to make my house. Like, that's so crazy. But then here's the thing, too. I need to design it in such a way that my actual living spaces are still private because I'm big on that, too. Like, right. I really yeah. don't like people in my house either. So I just have to find some type of balance with it. But um, I do enjoy hosting, though. So I think I want to bring that back in my family. I know I was talking to some of my cousins, and they would love to get it going. And it's like, it really is up to us to do it it is everybody is older now like our aunts and our uncles and our moms mm-hmm. and dads like they are older now like they're not thinking about you know setting it up it's been so long for some of us you know and at this I know point, in my family so I think at this point that they're at the point where they're like I'm just trying to show up and enjoy myself I'm not trying to do the hard labor anymore which I get. Yeah. Like, I get it. If you spent years being the one on the grill and you spent years being the one that, you know, offered your house up or whatever, like, you know, or some people I've heard, like, some people like, yeah, you can use my house as a location, but I'm not trying to cook. So if y'all trying to do all that, y'all can come and do everything y'all need to do at my house. I just don't want to actually do it. And so I get that, too. It's like, I just think I'm that <laughs> I I feel like I would be okay with hosting smaller things, but, like, the pressure that comes with like the bigger things, like the major holidays and Memorial Day and all of that stuff, it's like no, 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 no. Yeah, <laughs> I'd be like, you know what? I could do game night. I could do that. Oh yeah, like, <laughs> see, I loved. Oh my goodness, I loved the mini. Like yeah, kids, stuff like that know, is, to me is small, like less small, like small living room stuff. Yeah, I think you know what? Okay, this is another thing. I always loved. Y'all, I've been, okay, here's why I'm saying this. I have been re-watching, um, what is it, Being Mary Jane. Okay, and yeah. this episode came up where, like, they were all, like, they had a night at Mary Jane's house, and it was, like, you know, um, I think it was, like, a married couple, and then um, her friends from, like, the TV news station or whatever, and then of her, of course, or whatever. And they were in the living room, and they were just having, like, good discussion, and they were just, like, you know, drinking wine and eating, you know, and having like a meal and everything. And I'm like, see, I would be okay with hosting something like that. But like, I also, I'm not going to cook. Cause that, cause <laughs> cooking for other people also gives me anxiety. And I, I mean, it like, it why, freaks me this out. This is why you cater. This is why you get That's catered. right. I was going to say like, I would cater the mess out of that. Like, I'd be like, I'm going to make sure that we like, that's something that I would be willing to be like, okay, y'all, we're going to have a like, you know, a nice night, you know, come over. We're going to play some music, talk, all that good stuff. I'm going to, you know, provide the food and make sure it's good. And when I say, you know, provide the food, I ain't going to do y'all dirty and go get some Popeyes. But, okay, because don't be that person. Right, I ain't going to do that. I ain't going to do that. But I'm also not going to sit up here alive and be like, I'm going to cook this. Like, no, I'm I'm fine cooking for like me and the people that live under my roof. But it's something about the moment somebody that don't live with me and I like, I don't know. It gives me anxiety. It like freaks me out. Oh, that's so interesting. Well, it, honestly, it's like a couple of sides to this this hosting thing because honestly we host a little different today like back then they really was cooking they was throwing down right and some of us saw them burnt out and was like i don't want to do that i don't feel like cooking right. but then i see that there's people who still enjoy the cooking part of it you know it's mm-hmm. it's like it's whatever it's like however you want to host host but i think that we should get back to it I agree. I definitely those agree. Those days really meant a lot to us. I'm sure we all can say that. In some kind of way, they meant something to us. Um, and I just, oh, I miss those days so much. But, you know, let's talk about the other black traditions, like uh, going to school and, like, basically life path. Mm-hmm. Because I think that is... Um, 
something that um, is in a lot of black households because there's this urge and this push of like, we got to make it y'all. So we got to, you know, Mm -hmm. pick the things that uh, look good and make the most money and do this and do that. And, and some of us, I was actually having this talk with my husband yesterday about, um, like we, it's like unfortunate that what your younger years are ruled by other people's choices yeah, yeah, for yeah. you because you're in their care. And then you get to this certain point in life where you, I told him it's like you almost got to grab the will and steer correctly and choose a path in a sense. But it's really up to who you were surrounded by what you were being told and what were you, what you were being put in and, you know, to where the paths kind of multiple paths show up later on and you really have to choose based off of what you've been through you know, early on. Does that make sense? Like, okay. Yeah. Because, so what I'm saying is I know that at least in my family and of course, connecting with others throughout life. So I've heard a lot of stories, but you yeah, know, what the, was the like, pressure, yeah. the pressure of, you know, going to college mm-hmm. and then get this kind of career, yeah. get this kind of job. And it's almost like, uh, there's no other way around it. It is what it is. Do as I say, choose this path. And then it's like, okay, you look at, and I'm, I'm speaking our parents, our parents guiding and directing us um, in the black community and household. And, you know, I you think, look at, oh, go ahead. No, go ahead. Go Finish your thought. Like you look at their, their parents and you look at their, like you just look at previous generations. And I think our generation is, it's just an interesting one all around because it's like we were directed. Some of us were led and directed and did directions that didn't feel true to us and real to us. Mm -hmm. And then, you know, now today we just have a better chance and opportunity to actually grab the wheel and choose differently. Right. Um, and so that was my point. That's where I'm getting at with that. So just talking about that space. Uh, what was it like for you, like, when it comes to life paths, like, in your family? Um, I think, like, a lot of black households, right, we put a lot of emphasis on, like, finishing high school and going to college. And if you don't go to college, you need to be working some type of job, right? Like, that's usually, mm-hmm. for the most part, that's what I've heard all around. And, and that was... um basically the the consensus in my home too like you know it was you know you're gonna finish high school and then once you finish high school you're either gonna go to school or you're gonna work it was you know those those two options and uh for me I did not have once high school was finished I didn't have any pressure for anything I created my own pressure so I am probably a part of that you know unique group that's you know didn't have like I've created that pressure in my head because I wanted to be the first person in my immediate family to do college my mother didn't go my stepdad didn't go uh everyone in my home that was living there had not attended college and sometimes high school was not finished either so for me there was this pressure that was put on me so I never uh experienced like you know having to uh put on the pressure, sort of say, I, I think it was, I automatically put it on myself. Cause I felt like I needed to carry that weight. Like it was just like, I refuse to have another generation of us not go and do, you know, and do this or do that. Okay. And so, um, and I think, and I, and I know I put that on myself and I think even at the time I kind of knew I put it on myself, but it was one of those things that was like, I have to do this. Um, and a lot of it though too, is like, you feel like, you know, like it is like a a black tradition, but it's a black tradition that's been kind of like placed on us as a way to navigate the world. Because at some point being black and not, you know, not going to college was like, okay, so what you going to do then? You know, because it was like, are you going to stay here and do, you know, probably nothing amazing? Like basically if you went to college, 
it was it was made to seem like you going to college automatically equaled that you were going to do something amazing. You know what I mean? Like you're going to do something because now you've chosen the path of college. And so that's what I kind of said in my mind too, you know? And so, uh, I never, I never had the pressure of going, which is kind of ironic because a lot of times, even on TV and stuff, you see people that are like, you know, because my mom didn't go to college, you know, she really, really pushed me to go. Or my dad told me I really needed to go. But mom was like, girl, you know, I am with you with whatever you do. If you go to college, like, fine. And I think she also knew that she didn't have to put pressure on me because I had put it on myself all of these years alone. Like, I didn't need anybody. <laughs> I didn't need anybody to give me extra pressure. Like, I think the pressure cut off for me as far as, like, grades and school was when I was um, in middle school. I was pretty much, like, I was my own motivation and like once I went to like high school like once I started high school freshman year I was my own motivation for everything I was the reason why I dug myself out of certain things like I didn't have my mom on my back and stuff like that like it was just me and so I didn't have to have that that pressure because I was already putting the pressure on myself and I think that that was the reason why I didn't uh I didn't have that but that doesn't mean that I didn't see it because I even though that was true for me, I still grew up in a household with two other people and it was, you know, the opposite for them because we uh not to be like putting people business out there, but our paths were very, very much different, you know, and so Yeah. And so there was pressure put on for them at some point. But there was none for me. You know what I'm saying? Because like I said, mine was already there. I was already like I needed to be this you know, this person and do all of that. So, but I think, you know, as far as like that, uh, like I, I get it, you know, like that, that lifestyle that we've kind of like that path of school and career and stuff. is like, it's, yeah. I think it's pushed on it's us because like it's, it's like, what like else the, we going to do? It's like the, um, just like your general society like script or like path. yeah yeah so, like, go to go to school like you you go through grade school middle school high school you know and so forth get to college and then try to find this job and then the thing is we've experienced college and we've experienced looking for the job and mm-hmm. it was really not like <laughs> all what they kind of hyped it up to be right um, right for the pressure that they applied. So mm-hmm. for, on my end, I did have a lot of pressure uh, for a lot of things in life, but I was always someone, um, just at a young age, this is just who I am, I just always pictured living life differently. Um, and it's totally outside of a lot of the traditions, one would say. Mm-hmm. You know what I'm saying? Like, yeah. they look at me crazy, like, what are you? Like the way I want to live my life, and it's really cool that my husband wants to live the same life as me, so it's pretty dope. Uh, it's like they, I'm telling you, they would look at us like you were, you, it doesn't, because it, it wouldn't look stable to them, but it would be our version, right? It would right, one out of life. And so I just had to go through life really fighting these type of thoughts or suggestions that were placed um, on me um, and the pressures and things like that Um, because anytime you know I would get you know something suggested to me like you should go down this path you should do this you should do that Mm -hmm. Um, I never felt right and I never felt comfortable and I am such a sensitive person that if something does not sit well with me, I physically feel it. So I just never felt good with anything anyone suggested for me in regard to just like how to go through life and what I should be. It became one point where uh, I was told, you know, that one, I dream too big and that two, just settled to get almost three jobs and just be that. And it's like, hold on. You told me to go to college. You put the pressure on me to go to college. And then later on told me, don't. 
the only highest thing really is getting multiple jobs to just hopefully get by. Mm-hmm. That was so wild to me, and I think this is why our generation is so big on breaking generational curses and, you know, breaking these habits and whatever, these mentalities, these mindsets uh, that has been somewhat of a tradition, somewhat, you know, something that was, like, passed down because, I mean, I just couldn't stand it. I'm like, I, that's not in me. That's not what I naturally envisioned uh, my life to look like. Yeah. Uh, yeah, so I really had to fight through that cycle, and I was pretty serious about it because one thing for me is, like, I understand that we only get one life, and I just, it, this also goes back to the choices people make for you from when you're born, and, you know, up until you make your own decisions. So it's like I was always big on that because it's like you really have to be careful with the one life, you know, mm-hmm. and I just, I just couldn't agree with anyone in their ways, <laughs> like, no one, and that's why, I mean, I moved, like, a thousand miles away, like, I just, I really want to live life on my terms, how I see it, I've done it your way, and, you know, and that's one thing my dad told me after we, like, after I walked across the stage um, for college, and he was like, this is all I wanted you to do. Like, that was the last step he just wanted me to reach, like, that he had for me, you know? And I did that, but then he had a lot to say after I started to make my own choices. And it was like, no, follow my way. So, it was really hard going through, you know, the young adult years, like, early 20s, you know, from out of high school and working a little bit. It was, it was really hard trying to navigate, like, some kind of path. I, because, you know, because you just got pressure in your ear when you're your heart and mind and you just feel this natural pull elsewhere. And so it's like, do you do you keep it uh, in the family? Do you do what they say? Do you follow their lead? Or do you really say, I truly get one life and I want to live it this way? Right, and yeah. I'm not them for that side, but I I do know um, that there are some folks out there that had to choose tradition in a sense. No, I agree. And, wait, yeah. wait, pause, pause. Okay, so, okay, guys, we're back. I there were some technical difficulties <laughs> on my portion. Continue on though. Uh, yeah, what I was saying was, um, following the black tradition as far as lifestyle and life paths, um, goes, it's, it's a really big choice we gotta make. It is. I, I totally agree with that. I may, I may have not, like, um, need, like, had, like, the, you know, traditional sense of, like, the, the pressure and everything, right? But, I think like I I understand that it's a pass down thing, you know, cuz it's like basically so many they I feel like over the country, right? There's like this big thing of like, you know, you go you go to school. School is the way to go as far as like your path. But yeah. Over decades and decades and decades, you know, black people specifically in our community is like college is the maker for you. You know, it's like, because yeah. that's, that was supposed to be at some point way back when that was the way that you were accepted into, you know, white people world, basically into the rest of the world. And so it was like college was your door. That was how you were supposed to open the door to all the great things in life, buying property and houses and, yeah. and you know, getting a career outside of being someone's maid or, or, you know, whatever. So it's like, I think it just continued to be that way. You know, it just continued to be like, okay, you either going to, get really good at somebody's sport or you go, you know, or you got this really beautiful talent that you can share with the world or you're going to go to college. And if you don't go to college, then you're going to, you know, be, you're going to, you know, it was something, you're going to get some type of job. And I think that that's the only thing that we knew how to push down. Like, you know, college is constantly pushed as like this thing. So 
I totally like understand that. And, and I think that I definitely, um, subscribe to that too. Cause it was like, you know, well, if I'm not going to go to college, it wasn't like, I didn't know other options, but it was just like, you know, growing up in that household and stuff and just being like, I really wanted to, you know, um, make, a a change for our family you know like it was just like okay, yeah. well I think that college is the way to do it because I haven't seen anybody do it. you know there was nothing I guess like there was nothing to tell me that college wasn't the way because it wasn't you know there was nothing to say well this is the way and this isn't the way like this was there wasn't anything to say well college ain't the way because I had already seen what it was like to not go to college you know and so in my right. mind it's like well if this is the life of what it's like to not go to college then I'm going to choose college because that seems to be the life that's going to provide me the most success, you know? And so, um, that was kind of like, I guess my version, I guess, of being in like a black household and and like, and how that is and things like that. Um, and it kind of, it didn't, um, I don't know. I don't, the pressure, like the pressure that I put on myself is, I mean, it's in the past. Well, it's not in the past. So I still put pressure on myself now, but. Like, like, okay. It's, it's cool to have pressure, but like in a healthy way. Yeah, was, no, right. The pressure, the pressure, pressure yeah. could stem from the pressures and the patterns of just our, you know. Mm-hmm. Our black no, yeah, bodies, I think you know, so. <laughs> mine was sometimes healthy and sometimes, and a lot of times not so healthy. Like I put, I spent so many. Oh my god, there were so many times, like academic wise and stuff, that I would just like, and my family wouldn't understand. And I think that that was like frustrating for me because like no one understood what I was going through because no one had gone through what I was going through. You know, like. Like, um, my mom didn't finish high school and my sister didn't either. And my brother, as far as like my stepbrother and stepsister, like they, their paths were, like I said, very different too. So I was the only one that took the traditional, like quote unquote, you know, traditional sense in the household. So it was like, I was the only one that was like, you know, truly finishing high school and had the pressure of like, I need to, you know do all of these things to graduate. I'm the only one that sat down and went to guidance counselors and filled out college applications by myself. Like I had to carry that load by myself. So the, mm-hmm. I didn't, the, the pressure was just like a lot different. Cause it was like, okay, not only am I putting this pressure on me to like carry, like, okay, I'm going to be the one to get the degree, but it was also like, but I also have to figure out how to even do this. Like, I don't know what financial aid means. I don't know, you know, all this stuff. And so I think, um, like the, the pressure was just like a lot. Like when I look back now, I'm like, damn, like I really did all of that, like alone, like I had a support, but the support just looked a lot different. I mean, the support looked like what it should look like when you're the first generation of somebody going to college. Like, it just looks like you're alone and you don't really have, like, anybody to really lean on like that. So, the... But I I do know that, like, I feel like the way that we are brought up, you know, in that sense of, like, tradition and or or even the... What is another word for it? Like, I don't know. Like, the the... I don't know. I don't know about the word that I'm trying to think of, but I'll just stick with tradition. <laughs> um, the tra- like, you know, the, the tradition, I guess, of like, or the trend. I think trend is what I'm kind of looking for. Like the trend of like, you know, in black households of like, you know, go to college or go to work is, you know, is just sets the tone. But you know what is also like a trend that maybe, I don't know, it's kind of a... a, a I think it's a black community thing, honestly, because I think it's a, I think it may be a trend just in the U S but when I watch certain videos and even, and even on TV about certain things, the black community has a huge trend of us leaving the house as soon as you throw that graduation cap in the air. Like, it's like, okay, graduation cap is in the air. Now I will say that that was something that was in the household. Cause it was like, okay, you are 18. You have graduated mm-hmm. high school. 
your cap has been thrown, the barbecue has been ate. Are you going to go to school or are you going to get a job? You know what I mean? So like, I do get that because it because that is now that conversation was had. You know, it wasn't. I didn't have like that pressure or whatever when it came to college because everybody was just like, well, how are we going to pressure you to do something we ain't did ourselves? But, you know, um, I did have like we like everybody else is like, I don't know what you're going to do after you graduate high school. But, you know, it's the same conversation, which is like, I'm not about to have somebody grown living in my house and you <laughs> right. not working full time. And like, I'm not going to lie. Like, I get it. I, I understand because it's like <laughs> and I want to. I, when I sit back and like being, you know, this age now or being 30 or just an adult, like super adult, I guess now, but like, it's like, I kind of get it right. Cause it's like, if I'm sitting here paying rent, the last thing I want to see is coming in every day and you just kicking it on my couch. Like that would bother my soul too. So it's like, like, I get it. Like, it's like, what you going to do, bro? Like, are you just going to be sitting out out here chilling or is you going to like work on something in the meantime? So, but that is another thing is like, we push out our, our kids ASAP. Like, it's like, if you're going to stay in this house. I think a little too early, honestly. Oh yeah. I think it's like, if you're going to stay in this house, you going to pay some rent. You gonna do this. Like, you you know what I mean? Like, that, now that was a thing. You know, that was definitely a thing because Donna did not play that. Like, she was like, I'm not about to be taking care of no grown people in my house. <laughs> so well, but, you know, here's the, here's the problem with that, too. It's, again, uh, not really having the proper support or the proper nurturing of you, the child, um, at the time and then ex- then it's like high expectations come up and you're like I wasn't even prepared for to be leaving at 18 I, I right. wasn't really set up um, properly um, to go about life um, abruptly like that like really being thrown out there where you know all of a sudden I walk across the stage it's a happy moment and then it's like bam it's an automatic switch right um, yeah. it's just not healthy And uh, I was actually thinking of that the other day. I was like, you know, you know, if we want to speak about our our counterparts, like they let their kids stay to like whenever, (laughs) like whenever. Right. Yeah. You know, and there's always like a joke on like, like there's always like a joke on movies, right? That's like, oh, you're, you know, even with like, you know, I guess our counterparts, right? Whether it's Asian or, you know, uh, yeah you know, white people or anything like that. But like, there's always like a joke on like movies or sitcoms where it's like, Oh, Jake, you're 30 something and you're still staying at home with your mom. But you know, but it's like, it's always translated so much differently for like black people. Right. Cause it's like, it's like when we hit like 18, it's kind of like, we already have like, we, in our community, we just grow up so much faster. Like we're almost forced to grow up so right. much faster. And don't be in like the hood or in in a very un you know unfortunate situation because then you're growing up ten times faster than the rest of the black people. So then okay. it's like so it's like you know now you're really trying to grow up and now you're you're almost pushed to and you're you know learning all these different responsibilities and it's like sometimes it's like, okay, it might be a good thing for somebody to make you grow up a little bit more. Cause sometimes you'd be 18, you'd be childish. You'd be thinking that, you know, you know, whatever, like the world still owes me something, but it it doesn't. And so it's like, in a sense, I get it. And it's like, unfortunately, I think it's like, I kind of understand, but also it's like, no, like we really should be just being like, Hey, you know, um, like, okay, I was watching, like, a video, uh, I think a couple of, um, or it might have been last summer or something, but it just kind of stuck with me because I kept seeing the trend, and the trend was, like, you know, a lot of times people in different communities, like, Asian households, right? Like, I, I have a friend, I think she's moved out by now, but, like, one of mm-hmm. our really, really good friends in high school, she's Asian, and she was like, you know, it's like a thing for them to basically stay, especially if you're a female, you stay at home until a man comes up and, and not know like, oh, that's my girlfriend. We moving in. It's like, no, I have the ring. 
and now we're okay. moving in. You know what I mean? Like it, mm-hmm. like they don't do that whole like, and it's because the dad is like, you are my responsibility literally until a man, a man takes you away. You know what I mean? Like that's yeah. their thing. And um, that's like that for a lot of households. Um, and sometimes, you know, for the guy too, it's like he, not necessarily like he's waiting for a woman, but it's like he gets himself together and then he goes and get the home or whatever. And if he has a woman that he's been seeing, then he, you know, maybe proposes to her and then they go off and live together. But like, we don't really push that, you know, uh, in our community. And I, I think there's a, a lot of different factors. And I think it's sometimes more than just like, oh, you know, we're black. I think that there's a lot of different factors that go into some things that yeah. that's a, that's a whole other episode. But <laughs> like, uh, I think that, it would be nice to have less of the pressure um, yeah. to just be like, okay, I'm going to stay home. But you know, sometimes like for me, again, I didn't have, yeah, I had the pressure of like, okay, you're not about to be a stand up in this house, not doing anything. Right. But it was more so like me wanting to leave and stuff was pressure put on by like society. Cause it's like, especially in the black community, once you hit like 20, it's almost like, oh, you still live at home? Oh, I got oh my, my own goodness. place. You know what I mean? Yeah. Like, <laughs> like it's like that pressure of like, oh, I got my own place or, you know, whatever. But then I'm a, I don't know who out there in the world that's like 18. I'm trying to tell y'all, stay at home. Because the home bills is not worth it, bro. Like, just build a good relationship with your family. Establish <laughs> some boundaries. If you have a basement, move in the basement. Like, if it's a finished basement or something, just create some boundaries. I'm telling you, the bills is not what it's cracked up to be. Like, <laughs> oh, that's facts. There you go. Like, they there are not go. cracked write up. Like, down. having your write own. That down, y'all. For that's real. Good advice. <laughs> if you are like young and you're just like, oh, you know, I'm, I'm like, I'm 18, 19. Now, if you out here making bank then by all means but if you ain't out here making bank just stay at home and if you have like a basement or an upstairs attic or something that you can create a clear line of like you know i'm i'm an adult now whatever like create some clear lines of what is it called of like boundaries and just like you know being an adult yeah because i'm telling y'all like that that is it's especially in the black community it's like we have that thing that's just like I need my, I need to have my own place like I need to have my own car or I mean of course mm-hmm. you know you want your own car for transportation but as far as like that need to super branch out and I get it some people are like under the thumbs of their parents so hard to where it's like yeah. they need to breathe so it's like I get it but it's like if you are in a situation like where you can truly you know uh just create that relationship with your parents and like y'all are able to like do that then like stay at home like I'm pretty I feel pretty good about the fact that like I did not leave home until I was what what was 2016 24 24 yeah okay so that was fine you know like eh, you know whatever but I think the other side of that conversation is also like and it's okay to return home because guess what I did the next year I returned home so (laughs) yeah but uh, one of the key things you said was establish a good relationship with your parents yeah yeah that was really big because if Donna wasn't who the way she is and I had like a situation where I could not breathe at all then yeah I probably would have been out by like 19 20 you know as well but I think that she kind of was like, okay, well, you, I think the thing was just like, you grown, you're going to school full time and you're working. I have nothing to complain about. So it was like, okay, cool. (laughs) Right. Yeah. I, you know, at this point, your life is truly what you make it. Grab the will. Mm-hmm. Give it to Jesus also. <laughs> <laughs> Grab it, okay, and then give it to him. It's like that driver's ed, that driver's ed car. Like, grab the wheel, but then also get let him, like, do some stuff on yeah. that side. <laughs> yeah, because you definitely want to give it to him, though, after the fact. Right. Because um, this thing is a lot. But, yeah, you know, it's up to us now um, and how we choose to do this thing called life. Um, but... Some of the traditions, I think, have such a special place in our heart or they're so nostalgic that, you know, they're just a 
sweet memory. Yeah. Um, whether good or bad. But I think we need a part two of this because no, there's we other traditions. Because we I... got we got love. You know what I mean. We got relationships uh, that have seemed to be passed down. Like like um, I would want to say like relationship habits and tendencies. Mm-hmm. You know, and yeah, within yeah, yeah. the black community. So I think there needs to be a part two. There will um, definitely be. There will be different parts. Honestly, because yeah. there's because there's because also there's so much to us. <laughs> there is that's why I'm like we're such a dynamic group of people, and like we're not a monolith by any means whatsoever. Like we've all lived so many different lives, but like also the same at the same time. So it's like <laughs> it's just like yeah, there's a lot to be in black, y'all. But you know we we do what we can to be the goats. You know what I'm saying? <laughs> <laughs> Anyways, thank y'all for listening to this episode. We appreciate y'all so much for tuning in to our shenanigans. Again, if you are new here, welcome, welcome, welcome to After Five. We are just two girlfriends. We're best friends. We're nutcases. We just can't seem to get a lot of things right with this podcasting. So um, give us some grace. Y'all give us some grace, y'all. But you know, like we're, it's grace. it's going because this is episode forty six, y'all. Oh yeah, we doing. Oh, first of all, hold on, we doing a damn thing. We are. But doing just the know, we we got some shenanigans, but we we mean well, and uh, uh, those who join us, they sure to say they they're always sure to say that they have a good time. So we hope you enjoyed this episode, um, and we look forward to seeing your comments. And you're raving. And, and shout out, <laughs> a special shout out to, I have it pulled up here. There was no name, but a special shout out to the people that did leave us reviews on Instagram. I did see that. And I've been meaning to mention that the past couple of episodes, but again, with the shenanigans, like, you know what I mean? So, <laughs> so, one day, um, one day. <laughs> so shout out to the people. There was, Fallon, I think in January. Yeah, that left. And then there was someone else that I do not know the name, but they also left a really good one. And it says, I love tuning into authentic and real conversation that upholds morals and standards in life, love, and happiness. Educated perspective, ladies, my new favorite podcast. So, whoever that was, I'm sending you real love. This is your girl, D. I am a real person, oh which goodness. means my love is real for you, whoever you are out there. Because it says movies, tarsals, but also I could be jacking that up. So if you're still oh listening goodness. to us, which I really hope that you are, <laughs> thank you for that beautiful review. Thank you so much. I'm just like, my heart. And I guess since I read that one, I'll read Fallon's too. I might as well, because okay. I don't want to leave yes, Fallon out. Fallon. <laughs> Get the tissue. <laughs> no, I'm just kidding. Um, so Fallon says, "Love these two ladies, real convos." I'm new to the I'm new to the podcast, but I can appreciate the space to be real and honest about these type of topics. And then they put the 100 because we from the 100 gang, gang, gang. <laughs> <laughs> Thank you, Fallon. See the love. All I want to do is just love on y'all. Okay? I know. So I just want to love on we, you too. Let's just love on each other, y'all. So, but we need y'all to comment so we can talk to y'all because uh, this is what it's all about. Just real. I think I really real want to set up an email for us because I really, oh, I really want y'all to like send letters. But like we won't send, we won't listen to the mean stuff because you know some people just be mean, but. I oh, want to listen to. I've always wanted to have. Y'all always wanted my own version of strawberry letters. <laughs> <laughs> no, I think that would be pretty cool though. That'd be really good. That'll that'll spice things up in all type of ways because we talk about all different types of things. Um, we really try to keep it real. So send us. Anything, any any topics you want us to cover, um, any thoughts you have, you want to share some love and support because we want to love you right back. So, yeah, we're going to set that up. 
Let's yes. shut that up. Yes, yes, mm-hmm. yes. But thank you so much for listening to this episode. Again, don't forget to follow us on Instagram. That is, oh my gosh. Is oh it, my goodness, it is After 5 Oh, I know, no, no, I know, I know. Oh my God, it's After 5 oh. Podcast <laughs> underscore. <laughs> Because I'm like, I know you didn't just forget. That used to be me. Okay. Oh, my God. Hold on. Yes, follow us on Instagram, and we shall catch y'all in the next episode. All right. Bye, y'all. Bye.